This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. All right. So uh, the president has, uh, speaking of Barack Obama and his uh, douchebaggery, he he is closing out his presidency uh, by releasing... Ten more terrorists. So, thank you. Oh, wow. Uh, that's your Barack first uh, you. first lesson on the neutral resume of Barack Obama. He's terrific. Uh, today, Oman said that it had accepted ten more detainees from the U.S. military prison facility at Gitmo Bay. Uh, this comes less than a week before the president leaves office. Oman's foreign ministry made the announcement via the state-run Oman News Agency, which is uh, terrific. I think we all watched the ONA. Oh. Claiming that it had accepted all 10 detainees at the behest of President Obama. Uh, it used to be the excuse was, well, we can't, we can't get anybody to accept these, so we just have to let them go and see where they wind up. But apparently Oman has decided uh, they're going to take these guys. So now there's only just over 40 prisoners left at Gitmo. Mm. He's pretty well cleaned out the storehouse. I mean... Is it worth keeping it open for 40 guys? I don't know. I, I guess it depends on who they are. Yeah. And, of course, we don't know. Well, and, and will anyone else take them? Um, yeah. I think is the way he's looking at this. Yeah. I, I will say, you know, it's interesting that this is really... It's not an act of bravery. I'll say that. <laughs> if you believe these people are innocent and they do not belong in prison, mm-hmm. then you should get rid of them and let them go free. Right, Instead, yeah. what we're yes. doing is we're just putting them in jail in another country mm-hmm. um, where they are taking care of them. Um, and I'm surely we're paying for it, by the way. Surely we made a giant donation to the Oman Bank uh, to make sure that, that we're covering the cost of all of this mm-hmm. um, in some way. But uh, you know, Mexico's never paying for our wall, but we will pay for those sorts of things constantly. Um, I just think that it was like, it's like a, a cop-out, right? He says he wants to get this thing closed, and he wants to get rid of everyone who's in there. But he, what he's doing is just putting them in the same situation in another country mm-hmm. where they're not, you know, necessarily going through, um, uh, you know, th- th- their process to freedom that and they would have here. if you believe Oman is really going to keep them uh, in prison. And many of them... Many of them have turned back up on the battlefield against mm-hmm. us. I mean, we, we know about 30%. Isn't that what they usually claim? About 30% of them come back and try to kill Americans again. And we, we find them in some way, shape, or form again late yeah. down the road. The recidivism rate needs to be zero. 
If you're going to be yeah. releasing these people, there can't be any people back on the ba- battlefield. There's no. I mean, this is, by the way, not just Obama. This is Bush. <clears throat> I mean, Bush was mm-hmm. involved in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no acceptable recidivism rate there. None. I mean, when you're talking about people who are terrorists and war criminals, uh, you know, there's no, there's no Nazi recidivism rate either. You, know, you can't, oh, well, they started up another Nazi country. That's not acceptable. <laughs> no, um, you know, we, I mean, look at all the groups that have chased these guys all around the world since the end of World War II and found most of them, um, uh, thankfully. I mean, you, you just mm-hmm. don't get released. You don't get released after you do this. My one, um, one of my problems with the, what they did with Gitmo prisoners was uh, um, not give them a, a trial. And, and that was, uh, that's an issue for me as an yes. American because if you believe they have committed an atrocity against us or some sort of crime against us, some sort of terrorist act, okay, put them in jail and then let's try them. Right. And by the way, and in, in try military, them in a military or, tribunal, tribunal yep. at Gitmo, not here. You don't bring them to Chicago and try them. You try them in Cuba at Guantanamo Bay and you give them a military hearing. And if they're found guilty, then they're guilty and you sentence them appropriately. If they're found not guilty, if you can't find any evidence, well, then you have to let them go. But that's isn't that the American way? And that's what we didn't do. Sometimes we held these guys for 14 years well, I mean, and did nothing. The left is opposed to the military tribunals. I mean, throughout, uh, from the beginning, yeah. all throughout the I Obama mean, administration. Um, it, it's and wrong, so, though. It's wrong. I agree, Should but the other, the other thing, the other side of it is, okay, well, what do you do? If you can't get a military tribunal done, what do you do? Well, the answer to that was bring them to America and try them in our justice system. No. Um, and that's what the left proposed. And we saw how that turned out. Uh, there was a terrorist on trial. Uh, had an attorney. They had right to discovery. They got documents. And those documents were found in caves in Afghanistan because they had been leaked through the attorney uh, to uh, the, our enemies. Uh, they got all sorts of information about, uh, about uh, how we looked at terrorists, the information we had on certain people. Yeah. Um, it was, That's why it had to be done in the military. Right. It had to be done in the military and uh, should have been done in the military. I agree. You, you know, you know, you hope that there's a way to do that uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, look, they didn't commit a crime on U.S. soil necessarily. Many of these people were captured on the battlefield. They were enemy combatants. But there were 600 of them. And initially, uh, you, you got to believe that some of those guys were not guilty, right? We're not. I mean, I, I don't know if every single one of those guys was captured on the battlefield. Is, is that an accepted fact that all of them were, were taken on the battlefield? Because I don't know if I, all of them. I, yeah, I don't think that's true, and and so no, some of them may have been innocent and languished in Gitmo for 14 years. I Which mean, is obviously not a, not right and not, not a, ideal. Suboptimal not right. is the way I would, I would suboptimal. Put that. It's just the problem yeah. is it's the downside. You know, if you it release is. one of these guys again, they've released a lot of them, and you know, 20, 30 percent of them have come back and they they've mm-hmm. either been caught doing other terrorist things or caught on the battlefield, killed on the battlefield. Some of them. Um, you know, so it's it's tough. If you miss on one, it's really bad. You got to be really yeah, careful. But I, I agree, a military tribunal. Yeah, I been wish good. I wish the left would have accepted it when when it when it was offered by Bush a million mm-hmm. times. Um, that's what they wanted to do with it, and it was fought constantly by by the left in this country, um, which really prevented them from getting a lot of those rights. And what the answer was when you got a Democrat president, they just started letting them go without trials. So we have, we have no idea what the actual truth is, what they know, mm-hmm. um, what, what, what the background was. I mean, obviously, they've been questioned many times, but, you know, they never went, a lot. Many of them did not go through that tribunal process. Uh, President Bush uh, or Obama has <laughs> said he was surprised by the severity of partis- partisanship 
in Washington. And I, I think that, that shocked all of us because, wow, I didn't realize there was partisanship in Washington. Who knew? Anyway, here's uh, part of his interview from uh, 60 Minutes last night. Is there anything that surprised you about this job? I was surprised and, and continue to be surprised by question. the severity of partisanship in, in this town. And I, I think that I'd been warned about it. You'll remember in the campaign back in 2007, 2008, people would say, oh, he's being naive. He thinks that there's no red states and blue states and wait till he gets here. And I will confess that I didn't fully appreciate the ways in which individual senators or members of Congress now are, are pushed to the extremes by their, their voter bases. I did not expect, particularly in the midst of crisis, just how severe uh, that partisanship would be. Unbelievable. I mean, how Isn't the He's hell rewriting his own history right in front of you. unbelievable, who, who every campaign was <laughs> the most part... I mean, he's probably, I mean, certainly a thousand times more partisan than Donald Trump, oh, who yeah. continually uh, embraces ideas he's from the left. He's more partisan than Bush ever was. Oh, my God. It's not even close. He, he is the most partisan president I think I've ever seen. And then he blames members of Congress. Remember how they said when I was running? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. just dreaming. Oh, and he's be. just so naive because he was always... <laughs> Shut up. He was always the uniter. And, and then he got to Washington and, oh, the hurt and the surprise <laughs> and the shock. Yeah, these, these interviews are agonizing from that perspective. Oh, a, and, and what a dumb question. Has anything surprised? It reminds me of that that question. Is anything? What is the what is the thing that surprised you most? Shocked you most? Enchanted you the yeah. most? Enchanted. What has enchanted me the most? This moment. Uh, I don't this know. Question. This this question. You media people are enchanting because you don't ask me anything tough about but so, that. They have gone to the point of saying, hey, uh, what do you regret, Barack? And his answers have been pretty consistent on that one. Uh, a, I wish I could have explained how great I was better. Yeah, that's about like, it. That's his word. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Wish, I wish people weren't so partisan against me. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. have any actual answers to this question. It's, it's just him saying, like, I wish people recognized my greatness more broadly is essentially the way he's answering it every time. And it is frustrating. Um, he, they also went on and talked about uh, how, you know, and he's making this big case about how we are better off now than we were eight years ago. And, and, yeah. and if you look at it in a this very... going to be hard to... Warning, hard to listen to. Well, listen to a person that we'll discuss. <laughs> you came into this office trying to unify the country. You, you oh, said yeah. that many did times you? during the campaign. Mm-hmm. You wanted to bring people together. Sure he did. Uh, you wanted to change Washington. Yeah. You talked yeah. about transformative change. Yeah. And you became the focal point for some of the division. I became a lightning rod for uh, some partisan battles. I could not be prouder of the track record we've put together. Really? By almost every measure, the country is significantly better off than when I came in. That's such a uh, if lie. If you can look back and it's say freaking the economy is better, our security is better. No, uh, no. The environment's better. No. no. Kids' education is better. No. If you can mm-hmm. say that you've made things better, then considering all the challenges out there, give us evidence that any of that is better. Well, you can say I'm it. I'm the first to acknowledge that. Oh, uh, I did not crack the code in terms of reducing uh, this partisan fever. 
Again, it's it, you didn't I, the code. I, I. It's like what what what's the oh. problem with your campaign? Well, uh, you know what? At the end, I didn't cure cancer. This yeah. terrible illness everyone else has, I wasn't mm. able to cure it. That's not criticism of yourself. No, he That's, doesn't have any he criticism. He can't of do himself. it. He just can't do it. He's too in love with himself to to give any sort of criticism. He he won't do it. He just. I don't think I've ever heard of him do it. The one thing he said last week was. Uh, well, I, I may have lost touch with the American people, and he didn't put it that way. It was like, um, oh, he's yeah. not on the ground anymore, so how would he know what, the, what they're saying so on the ground or, yeah. or whatever is as close as he came to saying he's out of touch with the American people? Be- because he is. And because one of the questions was, you thought there was no way Donald Trump would win. How is that possible? You're the president of the United States. Don't you have information available to you? Don't you see the feeling of the public at large? Well, no, he doesn't because he's not he's not there right now with them, with the little people. He's up in his ivory tower. And so there's no way for him to be in touch that way anymore. Uh, that's the, the closest thing I've heard to an actual criticism of yeah. himself. And that's not even a criticism of himself. It's, it's not. And so this guy is just out of touch with reality. Yeah, I'll it's say, embarrassing. And, and his it's list of things that he's improved, I think all of them you would say he's lying about. The one exception to that is the short-term immediate economy, which I think quite clearly is in better shape than the moment he get, got office. Well, when you pump a office. trillion dollars right. a year of fake money into the system, you're going to prop it up a little and bit. that's the issue. The long-term economy is, is worse. The long-term Much outlook worse. is worse. However, we were in a, in a real crisis at that point, and, and I think, you know... Um, but if not- Donald Trump does the same thing, it'll push this down the road again to the next guy. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, when the crash comes, and it will come, has it's going to be more and more severe the longer you delay. Yes, I think that's true. I mean, you know, look, there, we're not in that immediate crisis at the moment, which is good. The, the unemployment rate, you can, you can say all you want about how, how you can be critical of it. However, um, it is much lower. Um, you know, we, and, and that's not Obama's doing, per se. I think, honestly, what he did hurt uh, the economy. However, the economy is also separate largely from the president. The but president you can also make the it. case that the economy is so bad that 95 million people are now out of the job market. And many of those should yeah. still be in the job market. Not so all of them. Right, you're right. Some uh, of them are retirees. You're saying this in the right way, where Trump and many of his supporters <clears throat> are not. Um, in that, like, many of the people are retired. Many of them are not working for completely different reasons. But it's a huge number. But it's a it's big a, number. It's a number that's much larger than it should be. It is larger than it should be. And that helps to make the jobless rate look much better, because it's not really 4.7%. I mean, if you, were to, if you were to take the people who would like to have a job but have just given up because they can't find one, it's been a year or been a year and a half or two years, and they're like, okay, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, you're talking about the U6 or whatever yeah. rate, which is, it is considerably higher than that. And, you know, it depends on how you look at that, um, you know. And I, when, the, when the jobless rate was 4.7 under Bush, yeah. it was terrible. They yeah, were terrible. Mick jobs. They were crappy jobs. It was still bad under Bush, but some, for some reason it's phenomenal now. I mean, that's that's virtual employment. Yeah, now. it's really ridiculous. And the other part about this is you to, to make these comparisons, you have to focus on one brief quarter of the Trump or the Bush presidency. 
you have to say, right. okay, let's only focus on the last three months. It's like the, da- the David Carr do, MVP argument. It's like, well, let's only focus on the fact that he missed game 16 mm-hmm. um, and, and, and not look at all the other games. Where, like, if you look at the whole breadth of, the, of his presidency, the economy was really good for almost all of it. Um, you know, yeah, it, was. it really started out low. Yeah, was. He, he was he had the at the, what was at the time the second longest string of continual months of job growth in U.S. history. Um, you know, and there were some real positives that happened throughout mm-hmm. the Bush presidency after particularly after he got the tax cuts um, put in. And he, he had 9-11 to deal and with. And then he had 9-11 and he had multiple wars and corporate scandals. There's a lot that went on. Yeah. Um, every president has something to deal with. And, and look, Obama's. Um, record is ideologically horrific um, where his the the you can look at some numbers and obviously if you pick October November December of 2008 and compare um, October November December of 2016 he's going to be able to make some strong arguments with numbers Um, however a you've put the situation in a much longer a worse long-term situation Mm -hmm. uh, than it was in and b I think any honest person who actually wanted to look at this would say we did go through a real crisis that would have, I mean, even by his own estimates of what the unemployment rate would do, if he did nothing, it would have come back to this level already by then. Remember, this is, these are things that he came up with. He was like, you know what, if we don't do this, this will happen. If we do this, this will happen. We should bring that chart back up. It was famous at the mm-hmm. beginning of the Obama administration because he, he was wrong uh, on, on what his uh, stimulus would do to save the situation. Um, however... It's disappeared since then. Well, you know, he predicted himself that if he did nothing, we'd be back at this point in a few years anyway. It actually took much longer than he predicted before he actually implemented these policies. Nobody remembers that. But it was one of the most important, I think one of the most important charts uh, of this entire presidency. And I believe it was Jake Tapper who initially unearthed it back in 2010-ish to show things are much worse than what he had predicted himself for the effects of his own stimulus. Um, And it was because it didn't work. I mean, it honestly just didn't work. We wasted a trillion dollars on nothing. The fact that we're all now looking into this to, uh, to repeat it is amazing. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. 800-579-4967. 